So here's the thing, right? If you're wanting someone to come into your life, you want to find your soulmate, but you're wanting to create that without dealing with the piece that's afraid of being alone. And I don't mean like afraid of being alone. I mean, it's terror to be alone. If you got really, really honest with yourself and the thought of ending life alone is like, it's death. It's, it, it feels so bad. And right now you might be feeling as I'm, we're talking about this, it might already be activating. And if you just bring enough presence and awareness, you might feel like a really, really strong tightening in your solar plexus or stomach or a ton of activation and contraction in your heart and sadness. That, that is the place that you right now are creating from. Welcome to Satori Prime's Have It All podcast, where you get your fix of personal development without any of that fluff. A podcast dedicated to the unending quest of self-discovery and remembrance. You'll discover new breakthrough thinking and feeling technology that will cause shifts in all areas of your life, your finances, your body, relationships, and most importantly, your mind. You'll uncover your truest self and for probably the first time in your life, feel 100% worthy of having it all. It's time to stop talking and fantasizing about your dream life and start living it. So get ready to have your mind expanded in the best way possible. Now, fair warning, if you implement what you learn here, your life will never, ever be the same. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. So today's testimonials from a good friend of ours, Gabe Arnold, who we've actually been on his podcast. And again, I wanted to share some feedback about this amazing meditation that we've just released. Again, you can get it at satoriprime.com forward slash meditate. So Gabe writes, I want to share my feedback on the meditation. I'm not the average user, but I think the feedback will still be useful. I'm I'm on the spectrum, which is one of the gifts I really cherish about myself. And it leads me to learn that I have some natural abilities in other areas of my life. I'm a self-taught Reiki practitioner, and I have some other paranormal skills that I've been developing too. Anyway, here's my feedback and experience with this so far. I absolutely love it. I've never done one like this before, and I felt like both beginners and more experienced meditators could really get a lot of value out of it. The first time I used it, I actually used it to channel some healing energy for my partner, Rachel, who was sleeping next to me. She had a sore throat when she fell asleep, and so I felt her energy in my body and focused the healing metabolism energy there in my body as I did non-contact Reiki on her. The next morning, her sore throat, which was pretty severe for two days before that, was gone. I was also simultaneously using the wires and missing pieces part to heal some emotional pain I've had in my life. That part is something that will stick with me for a long time. Thank you so much for the imagery and the guidance in that area. Anyway, thanks for providing this. It's already made a huge impact on my practice and I was able to heal some 20-year-old emotional pain. I appreciate you both. And we appreciate you, Gabe. Uh, Gabe, if you're hearing this and you want to reach out, happy to share with you a little gift. And um, yeah, if you, Gabe just illustrated it beautifully, but if you're looking for a meditation that will help you heal these really like decade-old emotional pains, and you've tried reading books and going to seminars and things like that, and it just hasn't cleared I can pretty much promise you, because we've seen this time and time again, the results speak for themselves. You can heal yourself from within. 
And this meditation is a beautiful start. So again, you can head over to storyprime.com forward slash meditate, grab yours today, and we'd love to hear from you how it went. Enjoy the show. Yeah, guys. Well, welcome here to uh, today's uh, recording. And I've been, uh, right, like this is the time of year where everyone's creating things, setting intentions, gratitude practices, et cetera, et cetera. I've... uh, actually as of yesterday recommitted to doing like some gratitude practices that I really haven't been doing. Like I'm not big on journaling and gratitude practices, but I was uh, well convinced with a, after a coaching conversation yesterday that I'm going to start doing those (laughs) again. uh, By the way, I want to also remind you that I think it's about a week or within days of when I chose to start an online business. I think it was January 11th of 2011. So almost, almost nine years yeah, in business, which is just a whole other. Can't believe that that much time has passed, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what I want to talk about today, guys, is uh, like the power of intention, right? And it's interesting, wouldn't you say, that sometimes we set an intention and it's like snip, snap, wallow app, and then that thing is like coming to fruition. So, oh, I love the wallow app stuff. Wallow app. When, when, when wallow app happens, it is really just, that's it's the magic. Like you are zooming, right? <laughs> zooming. These are all the dad jokes. They're just flying. Yeah. So when you're like, you know, you're, you're in that flow, you create an intention, you want to see somebody, something in your business, something around weight loss or whatever. And all these like really beautiful synchronistic things kind of start occurring around you and you're like, woohoo, like I'm going to do this forever. And then it's like, life is like, whack. (laughs) No, you're not. You're not back down there. So, you know, that's a, that's an interesting thing to look at. So after uh, a lot of reading, a lot of contemplation and uh, just looking at like various things where intention has worked and has not worked in terms of, my own goals, Elon's goals, clients' goals, things of this nature, we've deduced a few things and and have taken uh, a few different excerpts from a lot of different practices. And I've started to kind of create this distinction within ourselves about like this idea of having like what, what we're calling like a pure intention, let's call it a clean intention, a filtered intention, if you will, or like the unfiltered, right? The tainted sort of intention. And I like at its most basic, right? We can really just say sometimes you're creating intention because you're really out of alignment. You're dealing with scarcity and fear. Um, you're unsure, and in that moment, you're like, "I got to create an intention," and it, it just doesn't really have the juice behind it because the part of you that's creating that is actually the scarcity and the fear and all those different things. And, and you know, we have a saying around here that it really is not about the action that you're taking. Uh, it's about the quality of the energy that the action was taken in. So it really is all about the the energy that's behind the action. So if the energy is the scarcity and the fear and and this kind of stuff, then the intention, unfortunately, is probably going to create more of the energy that it was created in, right? And on the other side of it, you have these moments where you're just like in the flow and you're just creating and it just seems like you have this amazing momentum and whatnot. So what we want to look at is how are you going to deduce when you're creating intention to know whether you got like the filtered uh, Le Perrier brand of, is that, is that the thing, right? Perrier brand of uh, filtered um, intention, or are you drinking um, reverse osmosis Coca-Cola water, which is, you know, tainted with God knows what. So 
here are the here are the things that we have kind of come to, and I want to tell you where the where this idea comes from, is that when we look at the the universal like a universal law, and again this could could change with more observation and time, of course, but like what we notice is is that the the universe uh, seems to be in this harmonious balance, right? Like the ecosystem on the planet, the universe in general. There's always like a predator and a prey, and all these different energies that kind of coexist together. Um, our weather patterns work. And of course, that's the concern with climate change is that we're knocking things out of balance. And for all we know, climate change is our planet's system for bringing harmony back to those systems, right? Yeah. Just a, a way of looking at it. So with that in mind, we want to look at what are you doing in your life that's potentially messing with the forces of balance and neutrality? Okay. And again, we have to take this from almost like an energy system to like a cognitive practice so that we become become more aware of it. But I think ultimately we'll we'll talk about the cognition. And the the what's important though is really the energy that's behind that cognition, right? So that you start getting in tune with that there's a feeling associated with that and there's a sensation in your body, and really that's the source of what you're able to attract. Right. So it's like if you can shift yourself through awareness and then through relaxing the body and allowing for energy to shift in the body, then the alignment in the system changes. And really, we believe it's not about like, you know, the thoughts you keep in your mind are are a representation of the energy that's being held in your body. Like if you're feeling anger in your body, right, you're having angry thoughts. That's the interpretation that comes up. So, or sad or happy or whatever it might be. So, two things that have become clear in terms of what we want to look at here that what like muddles intention, if you want to say it that way, is desire and importance. Okay. A a lot of uh, practices will just tell you like, be unattached, the drop attachment, right? Because attachment always kind of leads to disappointment and pain. But to kind of like get even more granular with it, it really comes down to your desires, what you're deeming is important, and the level of desire and importance that you're attributing to any specific thing. So for instance, uh, if you're challenged with your health or your money or being in a relationship, something like that, notice that there is an intention to have that. Then there's a desire that comes along with that, that begins creating attachment. And then that attachment creates importance in the mind, right? Like a high level of importance. And it is these forces of desire and importance that, uh, if you want to say it this way, are like your version of disrupting the climate, so to speak, right? They, they're, they're sending out uh, an excessive amount of energy out of your system, right? Because it's like we either like want something we desire so bad, we want to crave, we want to hold it, or it's, it's the opposite. We, we desire and put a level of importance on avoiding it and like trying to move away from it. And in, in either case, right, if you like avoid things, you ever notice the more you avoid something, it's like the more it's yeah. to be in your life, it doesn't go away because you're avoiding it. In fact, it's ever more present. People who don't avoid that thing don't actually experience that thing all that much, if ever, to be honest. Yeah. It's, uh, it's what Buddha was talking about, right? Like the aversion or the attachment. Totally. So I, I think relationships are just a really easy way to see this because, you know, we've all been in that position at some point in time, like, you know, on your way to meeting your person that you had this like longing for this relationship. And on the back end of that relationship, you know, again, the intention wasn't maybe pure because it's like, why 
underneath looking for that relationship and finding that one and all the beautiful things that come along with that. It's really like this deep innate, this deep desire within our system. That's like somebody let me know that I'm good. Somebody show me that I'm lovable. Right. And because we look outside of ourselves to find that, like that somebody has to tell us that or show us that or make us feel that we never developed that within ourselves. So then we have this intention to find that person, this desire to have them in our lives and this level of importance that we attribute to that. And then what we find is that instead of finding our person, we find everybody that's not our person. Yeah. It's like this, this person sucks and they're crazy. And why is the dating pool? And like all, all these frustrations that come along with that, with that energy. And then eventually, hopefully you get yourself to a point where you're like, Mm, this kind of sucks. I'm tired of all this. I'm going to surrender those beliefs, so to speak. I'm going to let go of desire. I'm going to decrease the importance of finding this person. And my intention now is to give myself what I've been trying to find outside of myself, which is to just love myself. So I'm going to start taking myself out on dates. I'm going to do all these relaxing practices, whatever, whatever. You do all this and you do it for not even a long period of time. Maybe it's like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And suddenly you find that you don't really care whether you're in a relationship or not. Suddenly you're happier than you've ever been. You love yourself. You feel fulfilled. You've lost some weight. Money's coming in. Like all these other areas of life start working. And I'm sure most of you guys have probably experienced this. And then what happens? Right? When you're like, I'm good. Who shows up? Who swoops in? But this person that you've been looking for and had this intention, desire, and importance And that's why I want to use that example because I think that's a pretty universal example for most people. They've gone through that kind of like ride with it and go around and ask people like what it was like right before they found their person. Oftentimes, I'm not saying it's always, but like oftentimes there's some experience that's related to what I just shared. And that's why I want to kind of like point this to other areas of your life right now where you're creating intention. And perhaps you had that same kind of like attachment, desire, importance And you might want to start distinguishing. It's like, okay. And you got to get really honest with yourself. It's like, how much importance am I putting on this thing? By the way, this is different than making something a priority or holding something in your field or anything like that. It's like you are in like almost obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Like in a negative way. It's like, it's like, it's either that or I'm going to die. Like it's either that, like, or I'll never be happy. You know, like that is would indicate really high levels of importance. Now look, if you have something that's a high level of importance, right? what you might be taking away from this is like, I either got to get rid of the level of importance and desire, which might be a little hard to begin with, which is okay. Because you're like, no, that really is important to me. I get that. You're like, no, no guy, that's really important to me. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But like, look at your results. And if that thing doesn't seem to be moving closer to you, or if you're still struggling with that space, then you, you, you're playing with these two things. What I would ask of you then is to start a practice where you at least consciously lower the level of importance. If it's like at a nine, okay, cool. Like this morning, you know, relax a little bit, but like, okay, can I make it a seven? So I'm yeah. not reacting from a nine. I'm reacting from a seven and incrementally start uh, making those shifts. There's a couple of examples um, that really resonated for me when we were uh, looking at this one was uh, putting an importance on a vehicle. You know, like when, when someone's like, I love my car so much, you get this car and you're like, I love it. I love it. Like everything you're like obsessed with the car how because there's so much importance on the car and the universe is always looking for balance, then the universe is going to find someone to bash your car or scratch your door or mess it up somehow that like all of a sudden 
and I love it because Guy and I are both uh, very much car people. And and I will say like, I've gone from this place of just like babying the shit out of my car to just realizing like it's something that I can love and appreciate, and I don't have to add that much importance to it. Uh, the other thing that I think is a good example for everyone to, that that we relate to is everyone always has their best ideas in the shower. And this is actually one of the reasons because when you're locked in, right, like you're in your work mode and you're locked in and you want to find that answer and you're like digging, digging, digging and finding the answer becomes very important. Why do we have our best ideas in the shower is because when we get in the shower, we let go, right? Like we actually let the process that is this supercomputer do what it's designed to do, which is it will eventually come up with something, but the something comes through what we've been finding out more and more through our own practice and with our clients is when your system is wound tight, when you're overthinking things or like Guy was saying, putting so much importance on things, you're putting a lot of tension and stress on the system. And that actually stops from this intelligent energy and and information to come through. And it is when we relax and when we can find peace and ease and well-being in our systems again, that new information gets to come through. And that's really, you know, when, when we talk about intuition, when we talk about inspired thought, things like that, that's the piece that gives us that, what did you call it? Wallop, 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 what was the thing before? We, we lost it. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That was, out of, that was out of the butthole. But uh, yeah, it was, it's just that, that to me is where the magic happens. And so I, I would just offer that, like, there's something in all of our lives that we are really, really wanting. Now, just to make a distinction, wanting something and desiring something is not what we're talking about. You get to want and need and desire infinite amount of things, right? Absolutely. There's two things that I would offer. One is notice where that need, desire, want comes from. So if you're out of alignment and what you're in is a position of lack or scarcity or pain or and what you're wanting or desiring is to get out of this state of pain, to get out of this state, I'm just going to call it discomfort, however you, you want to see it. Then my assertion is that the desire that you are creating is not from an aligned place. And because it comes from this resistance energy of trying to get out of the thing that you're in, however you verbalize it, you're going to get more of that. So the first step is like to really find that place of alignment and peace. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have already done the meditation that we recorded, but that's a great first step to just really get grounded in like, oh, where is this coming from? Because the thoughts that you're having and the emotions that you're having are the aftermath of what's already happened inside. And so you trying to like reframe them. I was just having this conversation with a friend of ours. You know, like reframing is awesome, but you got to get that all the NLP stuff that you've learned and all the mindset tricks that you've learned and hacks are no more than a Band-Aid on that wound at best, right? So it's like, If you've dealt with the same thing and had to reframe the same thing every day or every other day or every other week, then guess what? You're not dealing with what there is to deal. You're just going to find another bandaid and another bandaid and you keep searching for those band-aids. There's an opportunity to actually heal those things. And I would say that that meditation, which you can get at 
satoriprime.com forward slash meditation would be a great place to start. Uh, forward slash meditate. Forward slash meditate, sorry. And then the, the second piece is like, once you get the clear desire, then the part that I was talking about with the importance, it's like you can hold it in for a second. Bro, maybe you talk about now like the, the whole of uh, putting that kind of vision and adding the emotion into it. So it, it kind of creates some momentum. Yeah, again, right. So we want we want to find these like, when I say pure energies, I, I think more accurate is like aligned energies. It's like energies that are not substantive from like, an, uh, like a place of upset. Because mo- most of when we're creating, it's, it's reactionary to something, right? It's like, a, again, like just use relationships, you know, you're in partnership and you're upset about something and you go talk to your partner about that thing with that energy still in your system. How does that conversation go? What, is that, what does that end up creating in the relationship? Is it, everyone's like, oh, I feel really good now. Or you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it, it just, it's like that, that energy is creating that result. And even if you say all the right things, but like inside it's like you're gritting your teeth, like they can, they're responding to that, right? Sometimes we say really kind things to each other and, and joke and, and like ingest, but it like hits a part of your system and it really upsets you. And then you go, why did that upset me? That was nothing, but the system is like furious, you know? And so that's the thing there's, there's this di- there's this really like dynamic thing happening in the body. It's just, it's not just a mental experience that we're having, right? There's just so much more to it than that. And whatever, I won't get into all like the, the different parts of that, but you know, so obviously with intention, oftentimes it gets grouped together with like visualization, yeah, right? Like, like goal setting and, and stuff like this. And so again, like something to play with, if it's not working for you, like, I don't, I don't, you know, the secret brought visualization into kind of like the, the public eye, so to speak, but they like oversimplified and kind of left out the things that like a lot of times when we're visualizing, we're super triggered, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it's like, because what you're feeling is the lack that you have, or, you know, I'm not there yet. And there's, there's disappointment in the system. And there's, then you don't have an awareness practice that lets you not avoid that. Like, you know, saying like NLP and, and again, I'm not, I, I haven't gotten to the highest levels of NLP. I know uh, friends who have and the hypnosis that goes along with it. There's a lot of other shit in there that can certainly reprogram the, the energetic field of the body. But the reality is that like, if you, if you only have awareness of mind, which a lot of people are doing personal development do, they have like a really good subtle awareness of mind. They can hear that it's chatting. Uh, oftentimes what it leaves out though, is like the awareness of the body and that there's all these responses inside. So if you're visualizing like a million dollars and your body's like, like full collapse because your programming is that it's like rich people are evil. I don't care if you visualize that. So you're blue in the face, there's no alignment between the thought and the frequency in the body. And then actually the idea can create a bind in your system. Yeah. And actually close the system to being able to receive that kind of money. And then you're sitting there go, but I do gratitude and visualize every day. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like the systems, the systems in a bind. So there is that duality of need. I don't want to say needing, but like a, an invitation to start being aware of more than just how your mind is perceiving reality. And really just like, how is the body responding to my thoughts? How is my body responding to this environment and so on and so forth. So when we're, when we're goal setting, when we're doing stuff like that, um, a few things that I find that are important. Number one is if you're, if you're watching the scene, like if you're watching yourself do it, then you're not experiencing it. 
Okay. So there's a difference between being like a person sitting in the audience watching the show and then the actors on stage that are actually playing it, right? They're experiencing a lot of emotion too. They have to be in order for there to be an, an authentic portrayal of the character and of the scene and, and whatnot. And you might be getting moved by the scene, but it's like you could see that that's a really different energy. Like they're actually being the character. So my first invitation is like when you're, when you're visualizing, be the character. Watch yourself doing the thing. And then the second one is like, you don't, you don't have to worry about the journey. So like a lot of times people will be like, okay, so th- then what are you doing? And 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 it's like, okay, so then, and then you have a million dollars, you know? <laughs> like how the fuck do you know what journey you're going to take to get to a million dollars or whatever it might be, right? Like you're a million dollars, fill in the blank. Like Elon and I have been on this nine year roller coaster called being an entrepreneur. Nothing of what I thought was going to happen is happening. Nothing. Nothing of what I thought was going to happen in my love life, with my health, with my child, you know, like I was like, okay, five years from now. And then boom, like baby, (laughs) it just, it just just happens. And and that's part of life is like learning to be kind of like the surfer of life. Like, oh, the wave is coming. Am I going to be like, not this wave. And I got to ride the wave or I got to duck underneath. I got to choose something. Right. So the last part is, is like, just be at the goal already. And let yourself experience the emotions and thoughts that come along with that. Now, you can visualize like the exact moment the goal is achieved, whatever really I think feels good for you and your system. Or it's like, let's say the goal was achieved, okay? You woke up that morning. There was a million dollars in your bank account. Can you find a snapshot from that day, whether it's that moment that you woke up and that feeling of relaxation because it's like all is well and things are taken care of. Or maybe it's like, because you have that money in the bank, what's important to you is your free time and, and time you spend with your family. And you have this moment where you're like, hey, it's Monday, I'm not gonna work today. And you're like, why don't we go to the park and just hang out, like just be with my family, right? So you, there you are, you're sitting under this like great maple tree. Isn't it funny how certain things just find us instead of us finding them? I keep hearing these stories from you guys about how you find our podcast. And I have to tell you, it makes me so happy because at the end of the day, we're all in this journey together. And I believe that we bump into each other at just the perfect moments in life. You know what I mean? Well, if you feel that way and you're looking for a home to find more amazing seekers, just like yourself, you're looking to explore new depths of reality and who you are in this world. You're looking to heal feel self-expressed, empowered, and full of love, passion, and peace, then come check us out at The Collective because you'll laugh, you'll cry, and most of all, you'll grow and expand like never before. You see, Guy and I host two live calls every single month for this amazing community we've called The Collective, and it'll cost you less than a dollar a day. In fact, just $19 per month to be exact. So again, if you love this podcast and are getting massive value just from this, then just imagine for a second what being on a call live with Guy and I every two weeks will do for you in your life. You can come check it out, stay for as little as you want or as long as you like. There are no long-term commitments necessary. Just your commitment to yourself to learn and grow. So if you want to join us at The Collective, just head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and start your journey. Is that a tree or maple tree, right? Yeah. Um, Grass is super green, fresh cut. You smell it. 
mallet. You're on this like plaid blanket, you know, just kind of laying back, moseying. You hear a kid running around in the background. Your wife's next to you smiling and you're looking up at the clouds, just kind of in appreciation and gratitude of your life. It's already happened, right? So it's like, how would that feel in your body? And it's that, that snapshot moment of that, that emotion. Like if you guys kind of went on that ride with me of just creating that little, little frame right there. And then like, that's the frame, that feeling right there and allowing yourself to fully experience that frame. So it's like, now that energy is already in your body. You're not waiting for the circumstance to find out what that frequency feels like. We can all visualize and create any frequency that we want on a turn of a dime. Now, if you're visualizing that, and again, there's like a collapse in the body and you can actually feel your heart closing, that's where there is to do work on that. That's the, yeah. that's the kind of stuff we do with our clients. So we can track their systems when they're creating stuff. And they were like, mm, yes. And like, we get to look at this piece and help that energy metabolize through the system. So you can authentically feel and think those things. And then there is actually alignment between the two systems. Look, for me, the outcome is an inevitability, right? Now, it is an inevitability that you're moving through. If you try to visualize every step of the process, that's all mind. And you're, and now you're, what you're actually doing is creating desire attachment, desire importance, desire attachment as you go through that thing. Cause you're like, I got to hit these markers on my way to a million dollars, or I'm not going to get to a million dollars when you have no idea how that wealth can be built or whether it's going to be given to you or a partner is going to come out of nowhere, a person you've never met or an opportunity or all these things that you could potentially actually be closed off to because you spent all this time visualizing every fucking step of the process. And you're like, if it doesn't go this way, then it doesn't go at all. When it's like, there is a wide world of possibility that could come into this experience and just kind of lay it on your lap for you. And then uh, um, the last little piece I want to say here is, look, making mental shifts is easy. Realizing that smoking is bad for you is easy. Making the decision, I'm not going to smoke anymore, is easy. Notice that the people don't put that down or like this relationship is not good for me or I got to get my health in order. All that shit is easy, right? But like notice how people still don't move through that because they're, the, what they're, what's happening in their body doesn't change. There's that urge that comes up when you want to smoke. There's that urge that comes up when you want to reach for a snack food. There's that pain that comes up when you think about being in a relationship, right? That's, that's what you got to work on in order to get into alignment with the decisions and the choices and the paradigm shifts that you're making or what good is, what good is the transformation that you've had in your mind? And that's why you can't isolate to these things alone. So for me, it's like, you know, if you're open enough mentally and in your heart, and you can at least begin by choosing saying, I'm not right about everything. I understand that these are systems that we automatically all have because we're trying to create safety for ourselves. But I'm going to give that up because I know the more I listen to other people, the more wisdom and opportunity I have to see other angles. And that empowers me. And then I could choose what feels more true for me. Again, that part is for a lot of people, by the way, actually not that easy because of the structure of the mind and, and how society we've scared ourselves basically. That deeper work, though, in the body, in the tissue, in the fascia, in the energy systems is really where the big shifts happen and where the mind can turn on a dime. The body, in my experience, can do that, but often does not. Yeah, body takes a little more time. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it, it likes incremental shifts. Otherwise, you scare the body. It's like, I can go like, poof, and just make your body have a new feeling 
but like over time you with awareness with these kind of practices you can decrease stress importance desire attachment things like this and most people who are highly successful will tell you that it was incremental things that happened over a period of time that to everybody else looks like magic happened overnight but for them it was like I was an overnight success that took 10 years, you know, just like these like incremental awareness practices. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things came to mind is, you know, uh, you were talking about like creating these visualizations from that place of lack. So just to give people some pointers that you can reference, you know, a lot of people that struggle with relationships, what, what we find, and you tell me if, if you kind of see the same, it's like the main thing that they're creating from is a fear of being alone. Yes. Right. So it's like when, and, and I know even for you, that's something that you worked on quite a bit exactly. inside of relationships. It's like, so here's the thing, right? If you're wanting someone to come into your life, you want to find your soulmate, but you're wanting to create that without dealing with the peace that's afraid of being alone. And I don't mean like afraid of being alone. I mean, it's terror yeah. to be alone. If you got really, really honest with yourself and the thought of ending life alone is like, it's death. It's, it, it feels so bad. And right now you might be feeling as I'm, we're talking about this, it might already be activating. And if you just bring enough presence and awareness, you might feel like a really, really strong tightening in your solar plexus or stomach or ton of activation and contraction in your heart and sadness that. That is the place that you right now are creating from because what you're wanting and desiring is not actually the soulmate. What you're wanting and desiring is that feeling to go away. So what you get in return is a placeholder, someone to come in, temporarily make that feeling go away. Till inside of the relationship, you're going to do, because the mind is going to do it on its own. It's going to self-sabotage the relationship so that you go back to feeling that same sensation again. And if you've lived long enough, I mean, like, don't take my word for it. Just look at your life. I'm sure that this has been the pattern in your life. I'll give you another one. You struggle with finances, for example. And there's a couple of things that, that could be there. One, you know, for me, for example, uh, Losing, like feeling like a loser is a really, really big core wound of mine. And so when I don't have enough money, then that triggers the hell out of my little boy who feels like he's a loser because somehow in the world we've created this game, like you must have this amount of money to be winning at life. If you don't have this amount of money and you're not living this way, then you're the way I perceive it, a fucking loser, right? For others, it could be significant. It's like I get acknowledgement, love, and significance when I have this car or live in this house or in this area or have this kind of job or this amount of money in my bank account. So what we're actually saying is it's not the money that you're desiring. It's the make me significant. It's the make me feel like a winner. I don't want to feel like a loser. And so we're creating all of this desires from that place. And it's the biggest reason that we all self-sabotage ourselves because the desire isn't a pure intention. We're actually uh, in the process. I'm, I'm writing it literally as we speak. I was writing it right before we got on here. 
uh, a new training and a webinar on that we'll be releasing hopefully by, by the end of the month, but around how to create that synergy with the heart and the mind. Cause I think what I'm starting to realize in the mindset, personal development space, a lot of the information, while really, really good, uh, all kind of A, starts sounding very, very alike. It doesn't matter who you hear it from or what book you read. It, it all kind of seems the same. And the other thing that I'm noticing, it's a lot of Band-Aid work. It's a lot of like, let me motivate you and empower you to create awesome results in your life. But if you're creating awesome results on top of you're unhealthy, you're unfulfilled, you're unhappy, you keep burning the midnight oil, you like keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Look, for an achievement result-based person, what about you stop and be like, why am I running so fast to achieve all these things? Like, just stop for a second. Just ask, like, why am I running around like a chicken with my head cut off, working 24 hours, seven days a week, for what? And I promise you, because there isn't a person alive today that's working like that, that doesn't have some serious insignificant, I'm not good enough issues. It's the only reason you'd run around like that. Now, that might work for you and that might be awesome. And by all, you know, I'm not trying to sway you away from that. There's just other ways to produce awesome results in your life that are way more in alignment and that can create results with a lot more effortless ease. (laughs) One of our mentors was just telling me, he's like, You know, I kind of realized that the way I live my life is through quantum field marketing. And I was like, what? Because when you're in alignment, you actually tap into this energy that's always been here and always will be here to support you. So for my goal for 2020, I shared this with our clients. Like, I want to just get the fuck out of my own way this year, (laughs) at this decade. I just want to find more and more ways to get the fuck out of my own way. Because the times that I have, and I'm sure it's the same for you, the times that you have allowed for this energy to guide you, it always leads you to amazing results with a lot less effort. But our mind will always want to come in and go, no, 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 it's got to be this way. No, 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 it's got to be that. It can't be this. So yeah, I'm... And, and, and guy, you said it brilliantly yesterday on the call, like that's scary as hell mm. to let go like that. It really is like, it's that feeling like that trust fall, you know, it's like you're falling back and it's like, yeah, but someone's really going to catch me. And I have to tell you, like the way that guy and I are uh, programmed is that's one of our biggest core wounds that someone wasn't there when we needed it. So our conversation, and I'm sure there's plenty of you out there, like if you've ever said the only person I can trust is myself, if you're like, I, I got to do it because no one else will do it. Like if that's your conversation, I can promise you you're programmed the same exact way that we are. And what happened is when you were very, very young, you weren't met. You needed something. And in order to get through this really painful situation, mom and dad couldn't support you where you needed it. So you were like, I'm going to will myself through this. And that's been your life ever since. I know because that's been my life ever since. And so like reprogramming that and being able to go in there and like receive support and love and actually acknowledge to myself that what I need is love. 
that's huge. So it's from these places that you get to create new intentionality. Leave the importance, allow that energy to kind of take hold. And then that's where you just get to create amazing, amazing results for your, for your year, your decade, et cetera. Beautiful. Awesome. Short and sweet. I think we leave it at that. Yeah. All right, guys, if you uh, enjoyed it, again, you can go uh, check out the meditation that Elon was talking about at satoriprime.com forward slash meditate. You can also go to um, satoriprime.com forward slash begin, uh, and that will actually give you a series of resources and stuff that we have, including the meditation, to be honest, um, and other resources that you can start going through if you want to start getting some of this higher level awareness that we're talking about here and start working through some of these uh, parts that really do get in the way for a lot of people with their intention and uh, goal setting. So um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We love you very much. Thank you for being here. Can I just say one one quick thing here? We, um, if you're not part of our Facebook group uh, yet, uh, then I highly recommend you do that. You can just go and then type personal development without the fluff and, uh, and get yourself in there. The reason I'm encouraging you to do that is because we've actually hired someone to be a concierge. We have a live concierge service right now. We know that we have a ton of offerings. We don't know where you are at personally at this time in your journey. If you at any time want to figure out how we can be a part of that journey to help Sherpa you to wherever it is that you're going and you want to find out what the best way to do that, you can actually book a free call with the concierge. This is one of our coaches, someone that we've trained. This is not someone like salesperson that you're going to talk to. She's amazing. Her name is Nikki. And you can do that. So if you go to the Facebook group person. If they actually go to that same link, the slash. Oh, the begin. That's one of the options. Cool. So yeah, you can do that. Storyprime.com forward slash begin. And uh, yeah, let us know how, you know, like talk to someone and figure out how we can customize this this uh, journey for you voila all right my friends have a uh, beautiful day thank you for joining us today and we'll see you next time bye everyone i really hope you enjoyed that awesome conversation as much as we did delivering it and as always thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening Now, if you haven't already done so, please make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It is a quickly growing community with amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can absolutely guarantee that you will love that group. Also, as I mentioned earlier, if you head to satoriprime.com forward slash my satori, you can grab that latest 90 minute mind expanding training for free. So go grab a notepad, a drink, and buckle up for that one amazing ride. And until next time, have an amazing day, my friend. We look forward to personally connecting with as many of you as possible and seeing how Satori Prime can help you achieve your dreams today.